Good afternoon and hello everybody. This is Stephen Thompson and this is the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips for the Remote Worker. This is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. All right, well this week we are going to be talking about the Prince song Gold and by coincidence gold comes from the Gold Experience album. Stephen Thompson Experience Gold album, gold experience album, music of Prince this season on the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips for the Remote Worker. I'm going to be talking about uh, some coffee today, some movies, I'm going to give you some quotes, and specifically, we're going to be talking about some leadership tips. And this season, I'm focusing on the music of Prince and how to become a better leader in your remote workplace. I'm a remote worker. I work from home virtually. I'm an educator and I'm a leader as well. So in my show, I want to work with you to help you become a better leader by just simply implementing some of the things that I do that I think help me. I don't claim to be an expert. I am not a perfect individual. I'm just a person who is trying to be their best each and every day in their chosen field and their profession. I just want to be better and I want to help other people learn from the things that I've learned from. So this week, what kind of coffee am I drinking? Well, Trader Joe's, like I said before, I feel like I'm a better individual when I go to Trader Joe's. I just feel like I'm a better person. There's something about walking into Trader Joe's that gives off a vibe of I'm doing the right thing. I'm a good individual, a human being. Maybe that's bad that I'm thinking about getting validated from a grocery store experience, but hey, there are worse things in the world that I could be doing. But Trader Joe's coffee. Now, normally, Trader Joe's, you buy the coffee, then you got to take it to the machine by the counter, and they grind the beans for you. Now, Trader Joe's is the perfect place to go for quarters. Okay, I live in Los Angeles. We don't have a washing machine or a dryer, so I have to use the complex washing machine and dryer, and I have to get quarters. And getting quarters from Trader Joe's is easy. I guess for me, I feel like I am annoying someone at like Vons when I ask for quarters because they may have them, they might not have them. But Trader Joe's, you walk over to the service desk and it's very easy to get quarters from them. So, French vanilla coffee from Trader Joe's. But guess what? It's in a bag that is already ground. So I don't have to take it to the machine and grind it myself. Now, there are coffee purists out there who might be saying, well, you need to take it home and grind your own beans anyway. You know what? I love drinking coffee. I haven't progressed to the point yet where I'm grinding my own beans on a consistent basis. I've made ground beans a few times, and then I've used the Trader Joe's machine. But for the most part, I buy the coffee. The beans are already grounded, grinded. They're already in a form where I just need to pour them in. There's no other extra device that I need for the coffee. So we go for that. French vanilla is what I'm drinking this week from Trader Joe's. Okay, gold. That's what we're talking about today. Gold. The Prince song Gold comes from the Gold Experience, which was released November 30th, 1995. Talking almost 22 years ago. But here's the question I want you to discuss with yourself. Are you producing glitter or gold in your career or your leadership? Prince in the chorus says, all that glitters ain't gold, which got me to be thinking about, well, why 
would he make that statement? What does that statement mean? And as I began to explore and unpack the concept of glitter and gold, I began to see a clear difference in value. And then we could talk about the value that we have in our careers and our jobs. So let's take that journey right now, asking yourself, glitter or gold? What are you producing in your career? What are you producing in your relationship at work and with your career? Are you producing glitter or are you producing gold? So price of gold right now is per ounce $1,287.60. The price of gold per kilo as of today, 137 Pacific Standard Time. Price of gold per kilo, $41,236. Now, glitter. Well, I go on Amazon. I find a nice package of glitter in a jar. Blue glitter, $3.69. So right off the bat, glitter sparkles and shines gold has value so we've got to think about in our careers in our jobs in our relationships we've got to be pursuing the gold because the gold is value glitter is sparkle great podcast brandon burchard this podcast i listen to is called quit the wrong things and he began to say and talk about in this podcast about your career that we have things that are simply wrong for us that we shouldn't be doing and we need to do something called a spring cleaning of your career and of your job and of your life and you want to find the things that make you miserable and you want to quit those things which brought me to another great book that I've been reading called The Dip by Seth Godin and he talks about the dip is learning how to quit and he says this concept, if you want to quit the curves or the cul-de-sacs and you want to pursue the dips. And Brandon Burchard says, you want to quit too. You want to quit the things that are wrong. But then we all kind of like, that's almost like dropping a hairdryer into a bathtub. That's not good. You shouldn't talk about quitting things. We should never quit. Quitters never win and winners never quit. That's the old adage. But let's look at quitting differently. There are things in life that we need to quit. You quit things that are bad for you. We all heard about the opioid crisis and people who are, you know, addicted to drugs. You go through treatment programs in order to quit drugs. And we've been celebrating Spirit Week at school all week, Red Ribbon Week, and it's Speak Out Against Drugs. And that is something we want you to quit. And why? Because it's bad for you. It's not beneficial to your life, to, career, to your career, to your health to be constantly taking drugs. There are foods that people need to quit. There are toxic relationships that you need to separate yourself from and quit. You know, alcohol, quit. Not exercising, quit and start exercising. So the concept of quitting is not bad when you look at it in the context of things that are bad for you. For you, for your relationships, for your health, for your long-term dreams. And that's what Seth Godin 
and Brandon Bircher talks about. Now, Seth Godin goes a little bit deeper into it in the book The Dip, where he talks about you need to persevere through the dips. And, and he gives us the example of somebody studying out organic chemistry. Organic chemistry is a class that you need to take and pass in order to get your doctorate and become a practicing physician or surgeon. And he makes this example of when someone tells their family they want to go to medical school and everybody's excited. You're going to medical school, school that's awesome. They get the jerseys, they get the pennants, everybody's at the football game. They're proud of the college that their child is in and they're going to medical school. And then organic chemistry hits. Now, the dip is pursuing organic chemistry and you do everything you possibly can to pass organic chemistry because your goal is to be a physician and the only way to be a physician is to continue to persevere and you get the achievement which is becoming a physician now people who quit dips too early that same person who is excited about going to medical school and who is fired up about medical school and has the jackets and the banners on and then they hit organic chemistry and they fail now this can either be a cul-de-sac or it could be a missed opportunity now it's a cul-de-sac when you realize that you don't want to put in the effort for organic chemistry and then you go off and you become an electrical engineer you realize that organic chemistry wasn't for you. You didn't want to be, you did not want to be a physician, but you didn't quit college altogether. You made a rational decision that this is not in my skill set and this is not something I want to persevere through and invest time and resources into getting better in organic chemistry. So I'm going to go a different direction and I have a great career as an electrical engineer and you can celebrate and honor and validate that because you quit a cul-de-sac. Now, what you shouldn't do is I'm bitter at organic chemistry. It's the professor's fault. It's people's fault. It's the reason why I didn't pass the classes because these prerequisites need to go away and now I'm not doing anything. I dropped out of college and I'm going through a series of dead-end jobs and that is not pursuing the dip. So there's a difference between the dip and the cul-de-sac. The person in the dip you need to get the resources and the times to persevere through and be able to get the dip and get the gold now I found this myself you know when I, I was in college I had several things I was a debate coach I worked at McDonald's and I pursued I was in leadership at McDonald's and it would have been very easy for me the dip would have been to stay at McDonald's and from where I was at I had started out as a crew member I became a swing manager and there's a clear career path at McDonald's and if number one don't knock working at McDonald's I learned a lot of leadership lessons from my time at McDonald's it's a billion dollar corporation Ray Kroc was a brilliant brilliant business owner watch the movie Watch his movie on Netflix and you will see that. The attention to detail, the precision, the work ethic, all of those things you can pick up by working you know, at McDonald's. So don't make fun of uh, McDonald's or look at the, the product and the process. 
But with McDonald's, there was a clear path. I was a crew member. I became a swing manager. I could have been a, then become a store manager. Then I would have been out of the store. And once you're out of the store, you're a district manager. And then you go on up. There's so many levels of advancement in McDonald's. Now, but I also was a debate coach. I also was going to move to California. And the dip at that point in the cul-de-sac is I did not want to go and work for McDonald's and go up that career path, which I could have done. But to become an educator, there was a dip. I had to get my teaching credential. When I was in California, there was a point where I was working at small private schools, and if I wanted to make more money as an educator and get paid for what my skill set was worth, I needed to go back to school. And in order to go back to school, I needed to get into a teaching program. Getting into a teaching program, you have to pass tests. There was one particular test called the CSET. And I am not a good math student. I had math anxiety, a ton of math anxiety. And I did not pass the math portion the first time. And I was bucking the system. I, was, I wanted another way around it. I wanted just, I'm already teaching. Can't we waive it? Can't we do? But I had to go through the dip. And I needed to go and get a tutor. I needed to study. I needed to practice, and I did all of those things, and then I came out on the other side with my teaching credential, which led to my administrative credential, which led to me working from home remotely today as a virtual educator because I had to go through the dip, and I had to persevere and do the hard things. And the hard thing for me was passing the math test, the CSAT. So... Here you are. Look at your career. Glitter and gold. So here's a couple of things. When you look at your career, gold are projects. Things that you are doing that are going to add value to either your organization, your individual business that you may be running on your own, that's your gold. Glitter is shiny things. Well, that's sort of like, oh, I'm afraid of speaking up in a meeting because they might think bad at me, so I'll just go along with the crowd. That's glitter. That's bright and shiny, but it doesn't add any sort of value. I'm afraid of speaking up. Somebody might not like me. That, again, is glitter. You will hold back valuable ideas because you are afraid of what somebody would say. If somebody is going to malign you because of your ideas, you need to quit. That's a cul-de-sac. You need to get away from people who don't respect you or value. Now, there's a difference. If somebody, you know, if you give somebody a legitimate idea and they say, hey, we want to go in a different direction, that's not maligning you. But you speak up anyway, okay? Gold. Glitter is shiny. People-pleasing is shiny. So if you're looking through your career, do an inventory and see what the glitter is and see what the gold is. Do that with your career. Elizabeth Gilbert, the book Big Magic, breaks down our careers into four areas. We have our job, we have our career, we have our hobby, we have our calling. Our job is something that we have to do in order to fulfill the social contract, she says. So, in order to pay the bills and keep a roof over your head and be a responsible individual, you need to be generating an income. So we all have jobs. Now, your job can change from time to time, from year to year. You have hobbies. These are things that you enjoy on the side, and you should do your hobbies. But your hobbies are not necessarily going to generate an income for you, and you may be happy with that, but <coughs> still do them. I love playing video games. I'm not going to generate an income by playing video games, but I do it anyway because I enjoy it. I enjoy doing art. 
I'm not a very good artist. I'm not going to sell my art. I love painting rocks. I love painting coffee cups right now, a little side project of mine. That's a hobby. I'm not going to generate income off of my art right now. So I put them in the hobby category. Then I have a career. Then I have a calling. My career is in education currently, but I also podcast. I also write. I also play the saxophone. So that's my calling and career. What is what? What is which is which? I don't know what my calling is. I'm battling to find my calling. I don't, but that's okay. We all we don't know our calling right now. Some of us do, and if you do, that's awesome. But if you don't, it's okay. Now, if you have a job that you don't like, you need to quit it. But you need to find something that you you need a job, correct? Now, if you're in a career that you don't like, you need to do this analysis. Don't spend life doing things that make you miserable. It is not irresponsible. It's irresponsible to quit and have no plan and expect somebody else to take care of you. That's irresponsibility. Or if you have obligations and you don't want to meet them like a family of such. Okay, that's irresponsible. But to make a plan, to leave something that makes you miserable and replace it, with something that brings you joy? Well, there's nothing wrong with it. And especially if you can replace it with something that brings you joy and also helps and benefits others, that is gold right there. That's the pure definition of gold. So here's your assignment. I want you to create a personal opportunity portfolio. Now, I didn't create that. I'm stealing that from an incredible incredible book. I've referenced this on other shows. It's called Hustle, The Power to Charge Your Life with Meaning, Money, and Momentum. So, your personal portfolio that involves opportunity, pop, is number one, projects. What are you working on? Go through your daily career, your job, your projects at work, your projects on the side, and say, what's working? What do I like? What's making me miserable? What's making me, you know, happy? And put those to the side, okay? Put them in a category. Then you have people. Well, these are the people who are in your life. And first of all, be grateful for them and thankful for them. And then also think about how you can help them. Even the people that you may be having issues with. Now, I'm meaning issues with in terms of if they're hurting you, maligning you, humiliating you, you need to be away from them. But people you work with, you got to believe that everybody that you work with in an organization wants the organization to do well, or at least they want their own life to go well. So think about them in that way. Maybe there's somebody you have a, a problem with. Just look at them and say, what are their good qualities? Well, I know that they come to work every day. That's a good quality. I know that they like coffee and that's a good quality. I know that they respect their admin assistant or the custodians. So look for good qualities in an individual you may be having tension with and it will make you feel better. It's more of like the condition of your mind. You want your condition of your mind to be telling stories that are beneficial to you and not stories that are creating negativity and toxicity. That's what you don't want. And finally, we have proof and potential. Well, proof are the things that you have done, and that reveals your skill set. I did not have a very good college 
grade point average, but I graduated college. And that shows people my grade point average is just the total and the sum of the assignments that I completed. But the fact that I graduated college shows that I have the ability to complete things and that I have the ability to persevere. And that skill set can show up in many different areas. So that's your potential. And you can work on your potential. And it's proof that you can do things. So the proof reveals your true self. So then you look at O, and look at the opportunities that are around you. So what's around you? Who can you help? What projects can you take on? What do you want to do? What are your side projects? What are potential other sources of income? What are ways that you can help people at your job, your career, your calling? And call that your spring cleaning of your career and your life. Or as we move into the holiday season, into November, we think about the new year and setting goals and setting resolutions and those kind of things. So you want to think about what you want to do in the upcoming year. Gold. The end of the song, Prince says in the chorus, you know, everything that glitters ain't gold. So everything that you do doesn't bring value to you. So we want to find the things that do bring value. And glitter is not bad in and of itself, but we don't want to have glitter to be there just to show off. We want our things to be valuable. Think about this. You watch a parade and glitter falls from the sky. And then that glitter that falls from the sky, people will sweep it up and throw it away. If you drop gold from the sky, people would run and trample and do everything they can to get to the gold. Why? Because the gold is valuable. And that's what we want to be producing every day. Prince says in the song, everybody wants to sell what's already been sold. Everybody wants to tell what's already been told. If you've got money, why not break the mold? So we all have talents and abilities, and why not use those talents and abilities that we have to break the mold rather than simply saying or telling or doing what's already been done. To close out today, I want to give you this last concept from the book Hustle. Ask yourself if you are a renter or if you are an owner. Now, if you're renting your dream or renting your career, you're following a pre-described standard script for happiness, success and meaning designed to benefit not you, but those who have handed you the script. Or are you owning a dream? As opposed to renting a dream, owning a dream means actively choosing to choose your dream. You capture the upside of ownership and own up to the responsibilities of making it happen, not just sitting around wishing or dreaming up a dream, the best way to realize more money, meaning, and momentum. And the key part of that is, and I think there are a lot of people out there who will talk about, yes, go for your dream, get a dream, capture your dream, be your best, be the best person that you can be, which is not wrong, but owning up to the responsibilities, that is where the value is. Think about that. When you have your dream, which is step one, it's not step 10, but owning up to your dream and fulfilling the responsibilities 
That is where we want to start. Let's look and list the responsibilities that we have to have in order to live up to the dream that we want to pursue. And that is how you get glitter changed into gold in your career and in your life. You want to be pursuing the gold. And this is Stephen Thompson, the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips for the Remote Worker. This is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. Episode 8, Gold.